Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Call Pastor Scott now at 888-528-2557. That's 888-528-2557. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Good to be with you today, as we are each and every day from 3 to 5, where we talk about the issues of the day from a Christian perspective. The number is 888-528-2557, You know, obviously, one of the big issues that's in the news today for different reasons, and uh, we'll be talking about it a lot probably in the coming year, is the subject of abortion. And one of the things that is happening in the politics of all, all of that, particularly here in California, is there are pregnancy care centers, which you know are often run by by Christians, and they are pro-life centers. There's many of them in California, and they are being targeted to be closed down because they will not offer abortions. In San Diego County, Supervisor uh, Tara Lawson-Remmer uh, tried to do this. It got pulled. It was going to be in the uh, the meeting yesterday, but wants to close down all of these clinics. Out at that news conference earlier today, that county supervisor and those representatives with Planned Parenthood, well, they call those crisis pregnancy centers fraudulent, fake medical clinics. They're not new, but they are newly aggressive. They're fake centers uh, pretending to offer reproductive health care advice to women. Supervisor Tara Lawson-Raymer says she's asking the county's board of supervisors to approve spending county time and resources to tell women crisis pregnancy centers are fake and dangerous and look to see if they can shut them down. They do not offer uh, actual medical advice. They do not offer any kind of prenatal services. They instead essentially try to prevent women from um, exercising the right to seek uh, health services and to seek an abortion. In a statement from Carolyn Cool with the Hope Clinic for Women in Fallbrook, she says last year the clinic provided over 3,380 free services to women, including pregnancy tests, maternity and infant resources, ultrasounds, parenting classes, and mentoring. They do not, nor do any crisis pregnancy centers, offer abortions. She goes on to say, it's a travesty that they are directly targeting centers whose mission is to aid women at no cost, solely because they are pro-abortion and we are not. The chief medical officer for Planned Parenthood was also at today's news conference. She says pregnancy centers are run by anti-abortion volunteers who are not trained professionals. And they pop up in Google searches when women are looking for pregnancy help advertise free pregnancy tests and pregnancy or abortion counseling. They're often listed online as pregnancy resource or help centers, women's resource centers, or abortion alternatives. But we know we have at least 16 operating here in San Diego County. I asked the supervisor specifics about the 16 crisis pregnancy centers. She said she won't name them unless the county's legal department investigates. And if they're operating fraudulently, she wants the county to sue if they have to, to shut them down. It's interesting to me that at the end there, if they're operating fraudulently, when the entire press conference is about her accusing them of operating fraudulently, and it tells me that they don't really know what they're talking about. But we want to know what we're talking about. So with me to talk about this, I have a couple of guests with us. I have Josh McClure. He is from Pregnancy Care Clinic in uh, San Diego, and Grant Van Leuven. He's the pastor of Puritan Reform Presbyterian in San Diego. Gentlemen, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. 
Thanks for having us. Yeah, Thank great you. to have you with us today. Uh, Josh, uh, tell us about uh, you know your response to all of that. Now, you run the Pregnancy Care Clinic. How many of these clinics are you uh, as a part of uh, Pregnancy Care Clinic? So we have two. We have one out in Santee and one in southeast San Diego. Um, we're two of 16, soon to be 17 in the county. Okay, and uh, these are run by uh, some different organizations, but these are uh, they tend to be pro-life organizations, right? They are very pro-life. They are all Christian. Um, they all have uh, the same core beliefs. We we actually meet together every quarter and uh, uh, collaborate with each other, and we do a lot of things together. So I know each one. All right. So when you hear this this description by uh, by County Supervisor Tara Lawson Reamer, you know how do you respond to that? She's saying that what you do is fake; that you're not providing any real services to women who are in crisis pregnancies. How do you respond to that? I would say that uh, she's grossly mistaken. Um, we have licensed clinics. We are licensed with the uh, uh, state of California, uh, the uh, health department, and we have uh, medical doctors, nurses, and uh, ultrasound techs. Uh, marriage family therapists. We have a lot of of qualified, credentialed people that uh, both volunteer and are on staff in our organizations. Yeah. Now, I've worked with a lot of uh, these organizations before as a pastor and uh, even as a volunteer. And in every one that I've been a part of, I found them to be very professional. And I have also, you know, found them to be places where lots of women come in. Some uh, are looking for abortions, and uh, some are, but many are not. Many, all of them, just need help. All of them come in with uh, a need for help. Sometimes it's they don't know where to begin. Uh, oftentimes they don't even know the first reason why they're there. Um, they they think they might be pregnant, but they don't know how they got that way. Because our, our school system is not really educating them in Wait, that. They don't actually but know how they got that way? They don't know. You'd be surprised how often we have to have that conversation with our really? clients. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah. Not, it's not funny, but it is – Yeah, I had, a, I had somebody working for me once, and he was very young, and they were on their fifth kid, and he had 14 brothers and sisters. And I did have to ask him if he knew how this happens. <laughs> um, so – I mean, that's an incredible thing to to wind that back here to where some people are coming in unsure how they became pregnant. Unsure of that. They they don't know what the next steps are. They they don't even know how to begin seeking prenatal care. One of the most important messages that we have for them is that you can't delay. You have to get moving and get started right away. Uh, one of Tara Lawson Remmer's accusations is that we delay care. Now, you, you, you need to understand everything that she says are in that press conference and in other places. It's all NARAL talking points. And NARAL it, is – uh, tell us what NARAL is. That's the National Abortion Rights Action League. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she's, she's just uh, say, restating what they're saying. That's right. She she doesn't know what's actually happening in this county. I think she's gotten an earful of it now. Yeah, and and you know I think that was clear at the end of it. She's like, well, we're gonna we don't really know any of this. Um, you know, it is, and and another thing I think that happens here is that uh, prenatal care, from the standpoint of Nayral and the the left on this issue, only includes abortion. It seems like, or that seems like it is 
what really should be the first choice for um, uh, many or all people or an equal choice maybe. Uh, one of the things that you do at a pregnancy care clinic and that many clinics just like you do is you offer uh, options and help for women who would like to choose to keep their child. Right. We're, we're covering all three options. Now, uh, the woman that is in a crisis pregnancy, she is facing three difficult choices. And, and having somebody walk through those with, with her is it's vital. Uh, unfortunately, when you go to Planned Parenthood, they're really just, they're going to push one. That's right. And they're, they're using abortion as the qualification for what is defined as comprehensive uh, reproductive health care. And that's, that's, it's actually the opposite of reproductive health care. Right. And uh, you're listening to the Pastor Scott Show. My guest is Josh McClure of Pregnancy Care Clinic in San Diego and Pastor uh, Grant Van Leuven uh, from Puritan Reform Presbyterian in San Diego. Pastor, you are, um, you recently, how many kids do you have, Pastor? Tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> sure. Well, I have seven children seven. outside the womb. Do you know how this happens? Yeah, it's funny you ask that because I'm not, I'm not sure if anyone asked me that, although I guess my wife has been asked, um, do you have television, something to do? But uh, <laughs> but I think my mother, who I'm the oldest of four, 18 months apart, and uh, I'm pretty sure it might have been someone close in the family actually did ask her, do you know how this happens? Right, right. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we are aware. Yes. Yeah. So you, you recently wrote an article where you discussed what you experienced in going to uh, your wife's doctor when uh, she was last pregnant. Is that right? Can you tell us what you experienced there? Yeah, uh, actually for the baby that we're expecting in March, our, it'll be our fifth son, our eighth child. And uh, so a few months ago now, uh, we went into, you know, kind of the first visit, you're eager to make sure everything's okay. She had already had uh, a blood test early on because of her age, um, where it's remarkable about 10 weeks and, you know, the sex of the baby, right. a whole other topic, but it's immediately there, XXXY, and uh, it's there, it can't be denied. And so we learned we were having a son earlier, but first visit where we're with the doctor, it wasn't our normal, I should say it wasn't her usual gynecologist. I try to attend with her uh, when I can, especially for the first meeting. We had our little baby daughter that was born in January on my lap. And the, the lady doctor who was subbing for her normal gynecologist came in, Googled over our little baby, you know, how great, how great. Sits down to talk to my wife right away early on. Asked the question, were you trying to get pregnant? That, I mean, she's not asking other questions, you recognize. Mm -hmm. And then uh, my wife is a little sheepish in her answer because uh, in this case, we weren't exactly trying. And that's probably a light way of saying it. We weren't, you know, we're, we could keep having babies. I don't know that we'd make it to 90 and 100 like Abraham and Sarah. But, you know, we, we love having babies. We're always blessed. But we kind of felt our seventh was probably the last one. We had a lot of pressure on us, even in uh, some close parts of family that we ought not to have anymore. Um, we weren't really that concerned trying too hard. We were, we were delighted though surprised. And so, but my, my wife, she's sweet and shy. So she, she answered kind of sheepishly. Well, we, we were trying not to just natural family planning and the doctor right away, very cavalierly, very matter of factly asked to the question, do you want to be? You don't have to be. This is California. And was the, I was that blown was the, away. That was at the first appointment. 
the first appointment to, you know, we're expecting to take a look at the baby on the ultrasound and come home with some pictures. Her first question before we proceeded with anything else is, do you want the baby? But before even waiting for an answer, do you want to be pregnant was her question. And then you don't have to be is what she said immediately next. And this is California. And it was one of those things. I think we were both so shocked, like, and, and, and I'm thinking to myself, I, I've got a baby on my knee right here in front of you that you just Googled over. She's, I don't know, at that time, maybe six months. And I, I, I don't know how she can even think to ask or suggest that looking right at our baby on my knee. But that, that's what she said. My wife made it clear that, well, this is a gift of God. And uh, we're looking forward to having our baby. Uh, then she proceeded to wheel over this the, the ultrasound, turn it on. And then she... I guess enjoyed, celebrated with us to look at our son kicking around. Definitely has his mommy's legs, nice long legs, daddy's short, clearly from the mom. And, uh, you know, just moving like crazy, heartbeat, everything's real strong. And she's, you know, enjoying the baby with us, so to speak. And I can't, I can't help but keep thinking, you just offered to kill him. That was the only thing you offered. And it was as if because we elected not to, now the ultrasound comes out. And when we, when we were walking out of the hospital later, I said to my wife and dad, I said, you know, it's amazing. They did not offer us the opportunity to look at the baby on the ultrasound before she asked that question. Yeah. And admittedly, you know, my wife's tired, all the kinds of hormones, things going on. You can be very uh, vulnerable uh, and overwhelmed. We have two toddlers who, uh, you know, make mornings challenging. We're homeschooling. We, you know, we have a lot of children. So, you know, there's all of those peer pressures and things. And I thought to myself, if it's, if it's a different lady in a different situation, how dangerous it is that they open with that question and they do not say, well, let's look at the ultrasound first. Yeah. And uh, in the article I wrote, and you can find it on reformation21.org. Uh, I, I tie into uh, what Josh is talking about because right when it was about to be published, I, I got your email about all of this with the county. Uh, but one of the things by focus on the family they share is that in abortion clinics, ultrasound is rarely, if ever, shown. And of, of course, I mean, if they, were, if they were going to show you the ultrasound, uh, you'd be very likely not to. Of course, I've, I've been involved with pregnancy care clinics for years. Josh and I have worked together for years. I was part of the steering committee helping to get the satellite close to our where our church is in southeast san diego so i've been around i've heard enough i know that sonograms ultrasound machines are very important to help ladies feeling pressure to just have a chance to see the live baby and that can make a big difference so i felt compelled to write this article because it was striking to me with the whole point being we need to support our pregnancy care clinics we need to make sure women and families have the opportunity to see the baby before they make a decision because it was striking to me the doctor only suggested abortion yeah and only showed us the ultrasound machine after she knew we were going to have the baby. And I thought that was strategic. Yeah, and it, it does is strategic. speak to why we need them out there. You know, and, and I don't understand it in that context either, because it's not that you came into a crisis pregnancy center. I'm sure a lot of women who come in there are in crisis pregnancies also. But you came in there, I think it should be obvious, most of the women in there, I think, and uh, maybe you can call and say if I'm I'm wrong, if you've experienced it differently, but 888-528-2557 is the number, 888-528-2557. This is the Pastor Scott Show. Christy and I had that pressure, too, uh, for our last child, mm. and the whole issue was uh, you guys are old, and uh, you your son will probably, or daughter, will probably uh, have Down syndrome, and so uh, do you want to terminate? Just flat out asked us that. First appointment. Without even testing? 
No testing, nothing. It was about age. See, that's exactly the was, same problem. It was, yeah, it was, it was nothing. And that's one of the things, you know, and Josh, to come back to you, one of the things that you do at Pregnancy Care Clinic and these, and uh, Christian uh, pregnant, Crisis Pregnancy Clinics do this, the ultrasound or the sonogram is super important. And I would argue that if you are a pro-choice person, if that's how you think of it, if, you, if you're okay with this being legal and, and you really want women to have a choice, it's not actually a choice if you don't fully explain what actually is happening. Right. So <clears throat> the thing about ultrasound is that it is a picture into what's actually going on. Uh, right now, the, the rhetoric in media and even in um, abortion clinics and, all, you know, a lot of places in, in the universities, it is, well, this is a blob of tissue, a product of conception. This is a parasite, anything but a baby. Okay. So now it, a woman comes in and let's say she really does not want to be pregnant and she's convinced that she needs to have an abortion at eight weeks. And so she goes through with that and everybody's telling her, hey, you know what? It's not a baby. It's a, it's a blob of tissue. Then she comes to my clinic in five years. She's married, stable life. Everything's going good for her. And she gets an ultrasound and she's looking on the screen at eight weeks and she sees not a blob of tissue. Right. She's just been dealt a severe injustice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, and, and that too. happens it's not, every day. Yeah, it's obvious. It's not like, oh, that kind of looks. It's a baby. Um, so, who are the ones that are the fake ones providing the fake information? Yeah, and well, they're just not you know, providing. In contrast it. to what they're saying about the pregnancy clinics. Yeah, they're they're using rhetoric that is purposefully dehumanizing in order so that they can profit on a procedure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Josh, what do pregnancy people... care clinics do not profit on any decision that a woman makes? Yeah, mm-hmm. Josh, as we think about this, and uh, Pastor, uh, we just have a couple of minutes left here, but as listeners are hearing this, what almost happened in San Diego at the county level, that is coming to every county, I think, in, uh, well, most counties anyway, in California. Like, uh, Pastor, your doctor said, it is California. Um, right. Well, it is California. So what do listeners do to help support their pregnancy care clinics in their area? Well, we have to keep our eye on the government. It's Right now, it's the county. Uh, Supervisor Lawson Remmer uh, introduced an agenda item to try to spend money to smear pregnancy centers and to um, try and sue us out of existence. Yeah. Ultimately, she, what she's talking about is a First Amendment violation against free speech and the Supremes and have against already ruled choice on this, when it comes down actually, to actually yeah the supreme court ruled on this very clearly uh that was the nifla versus uh becerra case so 2018, uh, we were actually involved in that uh lawsuit hmm. uh we went all the way to the supreme court with that one and won yeah uh, and it protected a lot of other people's free speech rights yeah including well, pastor van leuven's it's really important, gentlemen, and I want to thank you for coming on the show and uh, and sharing this. And I want people to realize, you know, as we come into an election year, so much attention is going to get paid to the race in Washington and the presidency and all of that. But it's your local elections. These are county officials. These are the ones that so many people just sort of blow off. Or, and in, in many counties, they're, they're technically nonpartisan. There's obviously Republicans and Democrats, but sometimes you don't even know. You've got to research who is running for these roles because they make decisions that impact the lives of every single person, including the unborn. For the December meeting, she actually pulled the agenda item 
And what she told one of our other pregnancy center directors is that she was listening to the people. So what that means is in one day, there was enough people uh, speaking out on this issue to cause her to pull it. Yeah. So and that's, so that's the kind of attention that we need. That matters greatly. Well, gentlemen, uh, Joe Mc, Joe, Josh McClure from Pregnancy Care Clinic and Grant Van Leuven from uh, Puritan Reform Presbyterian. Grant, you've got a show on KPRZ in San Diego. Is that right? What time is that on? Yeah. Uh, 5.30 Sunday through Friday, Man's Chief End Radio. And actually, I'll be interviewing Josh on the same topic, and that'll be running on our show pretty soon. All right, gentlemen, thank you for being with us on the Pastor Scott Show. We will be back, and as the Wednesday edition of the Pastor Scott Show continues, stay tuned. Okay.